need to be doing this because um, this is ML, MLW Alpha, MLML, MLW Alpha, which is um, taking place before War Chamber. And I know I've, I want to do it every week and I've sort of missed it for a few days because I've been doing a lot of stuff. My, my life is fairly full at the moment, you see. So it's very difficult to get to things. Uh, and I keep saying I must get round to this. Oh, and I still haven't. Anyway, we know what happened at War uh, Games. Hammerheads beat Contra. Um, I, well, I'll tell you as I go through some of the uh, the stuff that happened there regarding the Opera Cup. Well, I can tell you the Opera Cup was won by Davy Richards. What a surprise! He's a big sign-in, give him the Opera Cup, sits well with him, because actually, he's a darn good wrestler. And this was not a darn good episode of Alpha. I have a problem with Alpha when there's far too much soap opera and not enough good ring action, because they can produce some really good ring action, because they've got a lot of good um, hands here and good wrestlers. And I was disconcerted good word disconcerted to see El Jefe in the ring because I, I don't mind so much when he's in his own office even though they've got sound issues and you can't hear him very well when he's in his own office he's away from the ring and he's away from the wrestling product and that's fine and I can I can separate the two this is soap opera now we're going to the ring sometimes the soap opera enters the ring but the main soap opera doesn't and here it is right in the ring You've got Slice Boogie in there to start with. El Jefe's in there. It's really boring, actually. Conan's there. Suddenly, there's loads of obscenity. There's loads of there's loads of mother lover here and and, and F you there. And we haven't had that for a while, have we? There's two of those in the first five minutes. It's as if they're saying we're positioning ourselves in a different way. And five one five zero will be so urban that they can say the word beginning with F and ending with ook. Yeah. Then we go, they call out Lost Parks for no reason. I mean, they weren't, I, mean, I don't think they were in, were they in a few with them? I don't, I can't remember. I don't think so. You know when they've been videoed outside recently by concrete and brick because that's urban, you know. They're not, they're not videoed by outside Aldi or another shopping mall. That would be urban, wouldn't it? Or is that suburban? Oh, I'm confused. Anyway. Lost Parks come out. Guess what? They have a game of tiddlywinks. No, they don't. They fight, which is usual ML- MLW fair. Either they get a fight in early or we open on a fight. Okay, now Lawler and Koo have come out just as Lost Parks and 5150 are leaving. Our beef is not with you. We want to get to the... Is it Koo? It's not with you. Is it Koo? They want to get to the to the ring to have a chat. And um, it doesn't go the way that Lawler wants. And it's rather a misnomer, really, because he says, ever since I, I I won the Opera Cup, I've been overlooked and treated really badly. And I want my I want a chance to be treated better. So El Jefe, ignoring that completely, says, you can have a casket match tonight with Muertes. Well, well, that's like saying, I'd like a cup of coffee, please. And someone say, And someone saying, I can lay a carpet for you. No, it's the coffee I want. Would you like Shagpile or Wilton? No, I, I just want a coffee. We can also lay laminate floor. Well, it's the coffee I want. That sort of thing, you know. Anyway, he's not happy, as you might expect. And now we've got Willow Nightingale and Zoe Sky versus the Sea Stars. 
But before we start that match, I am next program, you can't understand me. I can't really understand him at all, to be honest. He really is speaking through his mask, and although he says Hail Contra at the end, and I can hear that he's saying that because I'm used to that phrase, it comes out like this. So, you know, yeah, he could be saying my fontanelle for all I for all I know. I mean, that would be interesting. Anyway, back to the match. So Zoe Sky sells well. It's her first time with MLW, and I'm sure it won't be the last. There's a very nice moment when Nightingale um, picks up one of uh, the season, uh, no picks up Sky and just throws her onto the onto her opponents. That's very nice. Um, there is a Northern Light suplex on Willow Nightingale. Doesn't get good clearance, so she tends to hit the back of her head. And the big story here is that under the ring, Holiday's out and drags Willow Nightingale back under the ring. Now, you can't have it both ways. Either you want to get some carny crap here, which I consider the Willow Line, the Willow uh, Night story, Willow Nightingale storyline to be, the Willow Line Nightingale storyline, Nighting Story Gale to be, or you want to big up your featherweight women's division. Which do you want? You can't do it both ways, because one impacts on the other. Back in the ring, we've got an Ashley Vox somersault off her partner's shoulders. Um, of course, she's been left on her own Zoe Sky, so she is going to lose. That's what happens, but clear this up. Next week, we've got Big Beef Knowles Garvin coming. <laughs> it sounds like some kind of dish. I like the Big Beef Niles Garvin. Would you like that? Uh, well done. No, rare, please. Anyway, Alex Kane, who won the Openweight Championship at, res- at the Wrestle... Wrestle... thing, whatever it's called. Yeah, he op- he has an open challenge. And here comes Warhorse, who they seem to have signed, because he was at the special event as well. And he's quite big on the independent scene, Warhorse. And what did they do? They jobbed him out. He got some kind of um, offence in, but generally, you know, they're they're big on Alex Kane. And he's with King Mo, who got smacked up early on by a Warhorse headbutt. You see, Warhorse is into heavy metal. And so everybody who's into heavy metal has a very hard head. Now, I'm into heavy metal, and my head, I think, is quite soft. It feels quite soft this morning anyway. Now, you get a variety of suplexes, including an exploder, a kind of twisting one, an Olympic slam. All these suplexes are great. And he leaves Warhorse lying and possibly his MLW career buried. That's the issue I have with this. Get a jobber out here. Don't get Warhorse out. Bring him in slowly. His stick is not what I like, but people like him. <sighs> okay, here's a funny promo. It's Holiday talking to Alicia Atut, who is... A journalist, you know, that's why she does these comedy things. Yeah. And he's got some kind of... He's got some kind of Japanese promotion, apparently. And then he opens a door and there's Tajiri. Because he's been signed. He's not past his best at all, I'll tell you that. And uh, mind you, I've not seen him in the ring yet, so maybe he isn't. And I always liked him. And he's eating candy. You're eating all my candy. Was that what the promotion was then, Richard? Because it's it's not clear early on. 
you're going to do a joke, it's best to set it up. Set it up slowly. I've got this new promotion and it's about candy. But so I need, would you like a free sample? I need to make sure that all my candy is completely safe and here. Because if I lose it, I'll, Tajiri, you're eating my candy. Okay. He says, you're eating my candy. Tajiri gets angry and he kind of shuts him, shuts the door again. Well, the, the, the candy situation has not been resolved, has it, Richard? And um, I don't quite know where this is going. Apart from into the toilet. Right, the next thing is we've got a large casket, which is very ornate, but it is made of fiberglass. I note later on. And it's for the casket match. Lawler versus Muertes. We are here already. Muertes is bringing his female valet, who's been with him quite, quite a while, Carly Perez. She has the skull and is doing doing good work actually doesn't crack a smile doesn't flicker very nice intense work from her at one point in this match you've got Muertes leaning the casket up against the against the ring and giving um, Lawler a rather short DDT onto it um, he gets rolled in to the to the casket fairly early but fights out then Muertes gets rolled in but hits him with a with a, a hand out throughout the throat all of that did I mention the casket was fiberglass? Yes, I did. I'm worried that if someone gets slammed on it, it really will crack. Now, there is um, a power bomb, though, from Muertes to Lawler onto the casket, and it doesn't crack. So, it has a nice finish. Very nice. Then there's a very nice moment where you've got Lawler's got the guillotine, because Muertes, after a power slam, runs into him. Silly thing to do with, with Lawler. And Muertes fights out of it, picks him up from the ground and then gives him the straight to hell modified DDT flapjack thing which looks brutal and there is a reason why then we get the roll into the casket that's good storytelling and Lawler who's been deserted by Kevin Koo is um he's on a losing streak that's quite a nice little character but the match was so slow because Muertes is so slow and um it didn't have the kind of, this is so exciting, it's a casket match feel to it. It had a, this is the end of this hour of Alpha, which wasn't great. There's quite a lot that jarred. It didn't seem, it didn't seem sewn up. The only thing that's advancing is um, the Lawler storyline. Oh. <sighs> I'll be here next week because I want to see if there's actually, if some wrestling can break out amid the soap opera. But at the moment, I can watch old reruns of Falcon Crest if I want that. Ta-ta.